0: Hello, mighty people of the Most High and Magnificent God. This is Heather Miller, and I've come to bring you a word today straight out of the Word of God. Going to be talking out of Ephesians 4 27 through 30, 2 Corinthians 6 14 through 18, First Samuel 4 uh, the last verse in that chapter, and I'm going to read a little bit out of the uh, History book written by the ancient historian Josephus a little bit Just to add a little texture and flavor to this today I'd like to pray with you before I get started. I have a a word that the Lord has placed on my heart about what we can expect The church atmosphere to begin to look like in the very soon upcoming season Father God, I come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, I ask that you would be with me as I speak today, and I ask that you would open my mouth and shut my mouth according to your will and purpose. Lord, let everyone listening today get something good out of it. Let it be confirmation, edification, encouragement, and let it give strength to the people. In Jesus' mighty name, and let it give hope. Thank you, Father. Amen. I tell you. So... Um, interesting, uh, things always constantly going on in the world. As we can see, things are escalating. I always say that I don't need to go down the list of the recent things that have happened just since the last podcast. (laughs) There's always a list of them, right? I mean, it's just getting crazy, but I, uh, I've been very inspired lately by a certain young woman. That has given her heart and her life to the Lord and I would like to give a shout out to her on this podcast her name is Bailey love you very much very proud of you and for those of you listening please say a prayer for Bailey uh, that God will begin to um, just continue to pour his Holy Spirit into her life giving her strength wisdom and understanding um, just like the word wants us to have understanding in Proverbs 1 but very inspired by her it's so refreshing to see um, somebody come to the Lord so young 24 years old and just devour the Bible and it, I, I don't think I've ever seen it quite like that myself I've heard of it I've never actually seen it face to face where somebody come into the kingdom and just dive in like a Bible student, like this young woman. Um, uh, She came to the Lord because of dreams that the Lord gave her. Um, From my understanding, she wasn't necessarily raised in church, but was raised with Christian sentiments and her grandmother was a wonderful woman of God who passed away of cancer. Uh, when her and her sister were 15 and 16 years old um, Lots of tragedy in the background of this young woman, but such an overcoming spirit uh, And I see God filling her up with strength and preparing her for ministry Like I've never seen it like so obvious on a person um, and this has sparked a lot of Start stirred, stirred a lot of things up in my own spirit um Very much. Um, And it reminds me of things that the Lord said to me in past times, which I am going to um, consolidate that today in this podcast. Um, uh, We are seeing right now something very interesting, if you will pay attention in the spirit, okay? Pay attention, okay? Um, we are seeing a vast number of young people coming to the Lord and they're outside of the churches. They're not coming to the Lord and getting saved in church services. They're not going to revivals and getting saved. They're not getting saved at Christian concerts or anything like this. They're not anywhere near the churches. Okay. Jesus is coming directly to them in one way or another through signs, wonders, dreams, and they are giving their lives to the Lord in powerful ways. And no it's not kooky. It's not kooky stuff. It's not weird. It's not a cult. It's not new agey. It's not trippy and weird. It is the real genuine thing. I'm talking these people are coming in and they are devouring the word. Um, my oldest son is one of them. Although he was raised in a Christian home obviously his race he was taught. Um, he wandered out there a little bit and got a little bit more influenced by the world than I would have ever liked for him to, made that full journey, and then the Lord um, uh, dealt with him in a very, very direct way where the church couldn't reach him okay the church couldn't reach him and he was attending church at this time that this happened he had a church that he attended regularly but his encounter happened outside of the building happened outside of the church it was so powerful go back and listen to it it's called um, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy i did it on christmas day uh in december and he gives his full testimony of what happened to him very very interesting experience but you know these experiences are, are very much parallel with stories we have been hearing that's been coming out of the Middle East for a, quite a period of time because Christianity there in many of those nations is completely outlawed and will get you killed they will behead you they will do all manner of evil things to you they are not Christian friendly And so Jesus is coming to these people directly in all kinds of signs, wonders and miracles and dreams, and they are giving their lives to the Lord in droves because Christianity is outlawed. It's very, very similar. Um, I heard a phenomenal story uh from a few years ago where a woman and her daughter her little daughter uh, got buried alive i don't know what country it was but they decided that they were going to bury them alive and they did and and jesus she saw jesus in the grave with her and he kept the girl and her alive her and her daughter and she lived to tell the tale and she tell the tale and she gave her life to the lord um, God is able. There is nothing that he can't do. Shame on people that claim to be Christians today. that don't believe in miracles. De- miracles are the delivering power of our most high God. Absolutely. Um, so much like over in the Middle East. Um, Christianity where Christianity is outlawed. We have a whole other dilemma in America and in the Western churches that's similar, but not the same, but quite similar, is um, the true Christ Jesus in most most churches today. Yes, I am going to say that. You can sit here and say whatever you want to me. I'm going to stand by it. This is the hill I'll die on. Most Christian churches today have exiled the teachings of the real Jesus Christ and the glory has departed. The word tells us Um, in Samuel I'm going to start with 1 Samuel chapter 4 Um, I'm going to read um, about the word and the name Ichabod that has been on my mind and on my heart Um, and um, I'm going to read this and then I'm going to tell you more of what has triggered me to give this message today it's a good word let me tell you I cannot wait to tell you what the Lord is showing me what's coming up it's so exciting but let me start in uh, chapter 4 of 1st Samuel <clears throat> and this is the story of um, how the, um, the ark had been stolen from Israel more than more than once Um But this is one of the times, and it was uh, taken by the Philistines, and the Ark of the Covenant of God represented um, the, the most holy, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit with the people. When they had the Ark with them, it was a symbol that the Holy Spirit was with them, that God was with them, okay? The Ark had been taken. And starting in verse 19 it says and his daughter-in-law his being um, Eli now if you go back to 15 it says now Eli was 90 and 90 and 8 years old and his eyes were dim and he could not see and then skipping forward um, he was told the ark had been taken um, and he fell backward and he broke his neck and he died as soon as he heard this this information that the ark had been taken um, and his daughter-in-law, Phineas' wife, uh, was with child, near to be delivered. And when she heard that, she heard the tidings that the ark of God was taken, that her father-in-law and her husband were dead. She bowed herself and travailed, for her pains came upon her. And about the time of her death, the women that stood by her said unto her, "Fear not, for thou hast borne a son." But she answered not, neither did she regard it. How heartbreaking! And she named the child Ichabod saying the glory is departed from Israel because the ark of God was taken and because of her father-in-law and her husband and she said the glory of the glory is departed from Israel for the ark of God is taken the ark represents the Holy Spirit with us okay and all I keep seeing in my own spirit spirit and experiencing in most recent times it's just that when when i enter into the congregation when i try to go you know try to try a new church try to go here or go there is ichabod the glory is not here um and it's it's been a gradual judgment it didn't happen overnight it happened gradually okay um You might be wondering where I'm going with this, but just hang in there. I'm going to get there. Um, I went to a service over the weekend, and I wanted to go to this service. I was invited by a dear friend of mine that I love dearly, and you know, I was told that the preacher that was, it was an evangelist, um, traveling evangelist, and I thought that'd be nice. I'd love to be in that corporate worship, you know, get in there and, you know, hear a good word from the Lord. And I brought my daughter, my, my, my little daughter and looking forward to something. And I walked in the building. I didn't feel anything, but you know, I dismissed it too. Eh, it's just me. You know, maybe I'm. I just don't feel anything. Cause there's something wrong with me. <laughs> Sat there in the back row, and still just kind of trying to get into the service. You know, wanting, looking forward, ha- having high hopes for something. And the message was really shallow. <clears throat> and it was about. Um, he rehashed a couple of stories about. Well, the woman with the issue of blood. And then another one was the healing of the man at the gate called Beautiful, which we know those stories, okay? Um, Wonderful stories. But then he began to preach about how we are supposed to, uh, how we can provoke God in order to get him to do what we want. That was the entire message. Provoking God, provoking, provoking. And every time he said that I thought okay where are you going with this you know I'm like I'm trying to trying to get into it and every time he would say that word provoke the word evoke and invoke would come to mind and evoking and invoking is something they do in the occult and I'm not I'm not here to condemn the man I'm not here to do that but I will pray for that man I think that he loves the Lord But I think that what goes on is there has been so much infiltration of the secret, the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, um, the teachings of Saint Germain, literally, the teachings of Theosophy, the teachings of Alice Bailey, infiltrated the church, brought in new age doctrines to where it has permeated and flavored all of the messages of so many pastors preachers evangelists and and during a time in America in the world where we are we are most certainly without a doubt in the last hour okay i spoke about a little bit last time about how bill gates was had a program a geoengineering program to dim the sun this is not a secret you can look it up he talks about it Okay? What does the Word of God say? In the last days that, you know, the sun would be darkened. Right? We are there. Okay? During this time, and all the churches, so many of them, save a few, save just a few, precious few, okay, have nothing to say about the return of Christ, which is very imminent. Can you believe that? Can you? I can't comprehend it. We are in the last few minutes of the last hour and they have nothing, total crickets, nothing to say about the return of Christ. Okay? They only want to, uh, at every sermon, talk about how you can uh, get more stuff from God. That's, that's the whole message is how you can get what you want, what you need, what you want in life, to get the most out of this life from God. And this sermon was especially um, disappointing to put it lightly and I felt like the terminology was simply changed a little to sound Christian provoking God okay there's nowhere in this word that th- that he tells us that we need to poke or antagonize or provoke him in order to get what he we want from him They can twist scripture all they want, but the word tells us to pick up our cross to trust him to follow him to be patient to endure trials To trust God that he is able to deliver. Yes does it mean that we can't seek God to come out of those oppressions. Absolutely not. We have we have authority over the things uh, We have authority over the enemy attacking us balance is the key Okay? <clears throat> but it certainly doesn't tell us to, that we have to provoke God in order to get what we, we want. The thing about this whole message to me was that, you know, I, I have been in my own spiritual battles lately, waiting on the deliverance of God, waiting for that breakthrough, waiting for. Uh, I've been through this before, many of you have too, where you know when you're under pressure, but you know if you walk long enough through that, you keep having faith, you keep pro- professing faith, that that's gonna pass, okay? It would have really been nice to get an encouraging word, but instead all I got a word was about prosperity gospel and how we can provoke God to, to get what we want, okay? Um, in those circles, they treat people who are having hard times whether it be health, finances or whatnot, <clears throat> as if they just don't have enough faith. And none of that is true. Okay? None of that is true. Because the word says it, it it, rains on the just and the unjust alike. And in other words, we're we're gonna go through trials on this earth. We're gonna get attacked by the enemy. But we overcome, right? Uh with the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. But so why did this provoke me so much? Why did it why did it trigger me? Because because in a time where we are seeing record numbers of deaths and you know what from uh, record numbers of disabilities you know what from governments uh, trying to go into nuclear war with one another um, financial instability like we've never seen that that parallels the the uh, Um, The troubles that our great-grandparents went through in the Great Depression. We're seeing all these things come against us Um, We are seeing um ai technology come to life like we've never seen we are seeing transhumanism agenda being pushed like we've never seen we are seeing them push sexual agendas on us and our families and our children like the likes of which we've never seen and they have nothing to say about it from the pulpit if that doesn't anger you to turn away from those false teachers I don't know what will and I cannot help you okay because a true pastor a pastor um, uh, is a shepherd a true shepherd warns the sheep a true shepherd steps in between the wolves and the sheep but we're not seeing a lot of that are we we're seeing a lot of pastors that are hirelings okay um, In these organized churches religious order that just want to keep their job and it is a job and they want to keep their health insurance and all their benefits and they want to keep the keep up appearances for their congregation and keep the tithe money rolling in and they don't want to get controversial or political and they certainly don't want to sound like a kooky conspiracy theorist hmm so That brings me to my next point Um, I'm gonna go to uh, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 27 through 30 Um, the Lord showed me years ago Uh, he showed me a vision years ago and now I think it makes more sense than ever more sense than ever okay watching uh, this young woman come to the Lord and she just gets her Bible she gets her notebook she gets her pens, she gets it all out and she's making notes and they're solid notes I mean these are notes of a person that you would think has been doing this for a while I mean she is devouring the word okay seeing that is so inspiring Be- and 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 then the Lord show me some things about her Uh, which I've shared with her since then. Um, But all of it ties together to a vision I call the unchurched. Um, Years ago, when when my daughter, my youngest daughter, was a little bitty baby, um, I had a vision. I was walking through my living room, and I suddenly had to sit down, because it just overwhelmed me, and I saw it was like... Innumerable people. Okay, it was this crowd, this huge crowd. If you was to take ten or twelve football stadiums and put them out across, spread the them out. There was so many people. It's innumerable. And and then I saw these big letters over the top of them, and it said "uncharged." And you know how the Holy Spirit will speak to you like that. Um, the Holy Spirit doesn't have to give these big, long, drawn-out. Uh, wordy things to us the Holy Spirit will use one word one phrase and say suddenly you have understanding it's just imparted to you and when I saw the word unchurched I realized these were people who were very very um, rooted in their faith they were very much on fire for God they were very strong in their faith and they were very determined they were very um, strong But they were outside of the confines of religious order, organized religion and traditions of man. They would have nothing to do with that. Many of these people I understood had long ago left that model and began to um, uh, go out on their own and and have their faith. kind of like home church, if you will. They decided to pull away from uh, organi- what is called church order today. You can furrow your eyebrows all you want to. <laughs> I'm not getting off of this mountain. Um, they turned away from it. And I saw this when my daughter was a little bitty thing. And I didn't understand the fullness of it back then, you know. Um, but as time has progressed in my own walk, in my own studies, and as I'm seeing what I'm seeing today, um, in 2020, starting around 2020, I started to see end of 2019, 2020, and from that point on, I started to hear from the Lord, um, the church is going underground. You've heard me say it many times on this podcast. Yes, you have. The church is going underground, and just like China Right? The Christian church in China is one of the most persecuted churches. Oh, Lord Jesus, have mercy, Lord. Be with our brothers and sisters in Asia. One of the most persecuted churches is one of the most on-fire churches. I've heard stories of preachers and pastors and missionaries going over there to be escorted into meetings, and they would be all night long in the meeting. I heard a story of a man that went over there and he was told by his, um, uh, friends that brought him there and he, and, and, and he asked how long the meeting was going to be and they were perplexed and they looked at him and said, it's supposed to be all night long. All night long is, is the people are so hungry when they do get together. They want to be there all night long in the presence of corporate worship in the presence of God. And he was kind of in a panic. He didn't know what he was going to talk on all night long because he only had the message he had. And so he got up there and started preaching and the Lord took his mouth and he just preached all night long and all night long people were healed, set free and delivered. I mean, I'm talking powerful. But just like the church in China, we are going to have, and we are having an underground church in America. The church is going underground. Now, it's not gonna be quite the same thing, because churches are still going to be allowed to exist and in open in the open and operate out in the open but they are going to be and are today in many ways right now already being bound up so tight with what they can say or cannot say that they are becoming absolutely obsolete and worthless oh yeah I'm gonna say that again absolutely obsolete and worthless having lost their use. Because the use and the purpose of the church of the pulpit was to speak the hard truth to the people, to stand up for God's statutes to the population. But many are no longer doing that, if they ever did at all in our lifetime they're not standing up against these agendas but rather in past times have openly embraced sinful agendas and cultures in our country okay openly embraced them is the sexual perversions let's just go there and they thought they could do this and continue to to uh, to continue okay and that it would just be okay but now that they have for so long wrapped their arms around the sexual perversions that have come into our culture okay now it that that sexual perversion has now mutated into something even darker okay darker What is it? It's the, now they're coming after the children. They're doing heinous, uh, uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, weird surgeries on our children and all kinds of other heinous things. Now they've come after the children. And now those same people sound like they're just appalled. How could this happen? Well, because you let the devil get his foot in the door and many of us were warning about it for years and years. Many, many people that you can't let the devil get his foot in the door and then the devil comes in your living room and now he's sitting on your front porch drinking your tea, chilling out. That's what we've got here in America today. They thought they could um, dabble with perversion and now it's coming it's coming home to the front porch and now they're crying out for help um but these these people these churches and and let me tell you another thing um uh being neutral or silent is guilty too if they didn't speak up against it they just wanted to talk about how you could get more from God. They just want to talk about how you can meditate and envision what you want, and it's going to come to pass by the power of affirmation and get get it from the universe. They don't say universe in these circles. No, they don't. They don't. They don't say universe. They just say God. Okay, but they, it's all New Age. I don't want to go there again. <laughs> It is. I see it. It was consciously infiltrated. I probably need to do another podcast and go a little slower and go line for line on how the church was intentionally and methodically, consciously, literally infiltrated with occultic doctrines and how all that melds in together. I did one a couple of years ago called. Uh, um, vanilla Christianity um, but it's a little bit I, pro- I think I went too fast it's so I probably need to go back through that because when I say that the church has been consciously infiltrated with occultic doctrines I mean that literally it is a study and it's linked one link after another okay it, it's exciting to learn it because it answers so many questions it would answer so many questions uh, for so many people if they understood why they're seeing what they're seeing in so many of the modern American churches today and it would help them to identify it when they hear it such as I was able to do yesterday or the other day I was able to hear it and identify it and say nope that's not the doctrine of Jesus Christ okay but so many of these church houses um, they wrapped their arms around uh, sexual perversion and perversions and distortions of God's truth in every way that now we have Ichabod written on the door. The glory is departed. And so what is God going to do about that? That's the happy part of this podcast. So I saw this vision unchurched years ago and I always pondered it. I always thought, wow. Uh, there's a lot of folks that have gradually come out from underneath and distanced themselves from this mo- these modern occultic doctrines, okay, no, without even knowing it, without even understanding that it was the Lord separating His people. The Word speaks about this, be ye separate. I'm going to read about that today. So I'm going to read in Ephesians 4, 27 through 30. Wherefore, putting away lying, speaking every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one of another, be ye angry and sin not, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Instruction to believers within the church body. Okay? Neither give place to the devil. What did the modern day churches do? So many of them did just that. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And this this to me sounds like a warning to all the church throughout history to do these things. Give no place to the devil. Uh, Let no uh, evil speaking come out of your mouth and to to agree with with evil things that this the secular world is doing and embracing those things is agreeing with evil speaking okay and be kind to one another tenderhearted forgiving to one another even as god for christ's sake hath forgiven you so love is to, to remain key don't give place to the devil which so many of them have done and they have allowed these things to continue for so long That um, God is actually, the Lord is reaching people, having to reach people outside of the church and do the church's job and bringing up basically a grassroots new church that's coming up because of so many will not turn away from these false doctrines. They won't turn away. They won't be separate. They won't hear truth. They won't hear warnings. They only want to wrap their hearts and their minds around every false prophecy that they hear. And so, again, Ichabod written on the door. So, these young ones are coming up. And I'm going to go to 2 Corinthians six fourteen through 18. I'm just going to get there for a minute. And then I'm going to talk about what the Lord has shown me now. About this unchurched this new breed of Christian is starting to rise up Um, he is raising these young ones up and they are they are going to be the backbone of what is called the underground church in America or the unseen church and it's going to look a lot like the axe church Lots of uh, meeting in the homes, okay? Um, meeting in, 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 you know, unconventional places, maybe like hotel rooms, uh, you know, hotel uh, conference rooms. You can go and rent a little conference room. Places like that. Um, they're going to be a lot like, uh, it's going to be like another version of the underground church in China in many ways. In that they will be able to, they will come together to meet uh, uh, not necessarily in secret, okay, uh, at least not in the beginning, um, and they will speak the truth about the sins of, of, of this world and these evil agendas, and they'll, they'll, they'll share truth and warnings with one another, and they'll edify one another, and they'll encourage each other, and the power of God will show up among them, and they'll be close as family and intimate with one another true brothers and sisters because there's not going to be any politics involved and there's not going to be any kind of church order involved only the order of the Holy Spirit it's not going to be any uh, staff and payroll to meet and um, 401k and health insurance and all of this order and building new parking lots and programs and all of that all of that is not going to be involved it's only going to be about loving Jesus and encouraging one another. That's what the, the, the original church was because the original church coming up at that time, uh, they, they had literally the world against them. It was them and the world and they were being persecuted. Same like this new church coming up this new breed of Christian and they are going to be savvy to the ways of the world because they came out of the world and they were fed up and God lifted them up took them out of the quaggy uh, of the, the quaggy mire uh, picked them their feet up and brought them up to him and they are going to be the most on fire strong immovable believers like we've never seen And That's what the Lord is showing me. And all those who want to clinch onto the ways of this world through religious order are unfortunately going to be left behind and swallowed up by this world. Um, Because, again, Ichabod has been written on the door. The glory has departed. I'm going to read now out of 2 Corinthians 6, 14 through 18. Ah, Heather, that just sounds so, goodness, you keep saying that. I know it's a heavy word. Uh, I know it is. I know it is. But hasn't the Lord been telling us now for three years, come ye out of her, my people, okay, that ye may not partake of her plagues. And I did a, a podcast on this um coming out of her my people i did one i don't remember when it's quite a while ago coming out of her is a deep study it is a deep study and coming out of her is coming out of these this babylonian <clears throat> Horror babylon system it is a system it's a religious system, okay? Um, it's a Babylonian religious system. How much can I emphasize that? Um, it, it, it has its own holidays. Yes, it does, okay? It has all its own tactics and how it manipulates people. Uh, it's, a, it's a Jezebelian, whore of Babylon religious system. And the Lord has been calling His people to come out of that in many various different ways. Be separated from her. But if you, like I've said before, how do you know how to be separate from from all of that if you don't know how it operates? Um, and that is, is very important to understand and study. And I did a, like I said, I did a podcast on that. I believe it was called Come, come out of her, my people. Um, but I'm gonna have to go back I'll make a note of it in the description of this podcast but all of her holidays all of her ways all of her entertainment okay her influences okay music movies Hollyweird, um, all of that okay It's been shown over and over if you'll just go down the rabbit hole a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to tell you that and I'm going to use that phrase. Go down the rabbit hole and start looking up some stuff. Start looking up uh, some of these child um, uh, sacrifices and certain things. It's just disgusting. It's hard for me to even say it. Um, Begin to look some of this stuff up. And you'll find that all of this world and its wicked entertainment, Hollywood is so drenched in blood. Hollywood is is so satanic that the Lord has been calling to his people, come out of the ways of this world. Come out of her, my people. I fear that the hour is late in this way for some people because they're not listening. They're still going along with the ways of this world they just won't get it they're being so hard-headed I'm telling you that the ceiling is about to cave in on you turn away stop propping up these wicked Luciferian satanic people every time you buy a movie ticket uh, that supports these people just because you simply want to be entertained or you turn their music on okay or you do all this stuff It goes more than that. There's a lot of old, good old traditions that we've had in our culture for a long time now that really um, support all of that, too. A lot of the holidays that we are, we're like in a frenzy every time these holidays come around. Billions of dollars are spent on these holy days. But nobody wants to learn the truth of their origins, okay? And I, frankly, am getting tired of telling people about it. Um, but I encourage you, I'm not judging you if you could participate in these holy days, but I encourage you to do your research on what you're doing. What are you doing that, what is the acknowledgement of that day actually rooted in, what's it about? Come out of her my people that you may not partake. God is telling us to be separate and the reason is for our own safety, yeah, actually He's telling us, he says it right there. He says, come out of her, my people, that you may not partake of her plagues. He doesn't want us to partake. Because he knows that the fire and the brimstone is about to come down in some of these places. He doesn't want you to, to catch it. Okay? He's telling us, be led by the Holy Spirit to research, to learn truth. And when you learn truth, do something with that truth. Um... Second Corinthians six through fourteen. Excuse me, six. Chapter six fourteen through eighteen. For the love of Christ constraineth us because we thus judge. I think that's the wrong scripture. Hold on. Okay, yeah, that's the wrong one. I think it's First Corinthians. Bear with me. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. You know what? I'm going to have to skip that one because I think I wrote the wrong scripture down. i do that sometime. Can you believe I make mistakes? Um, okay, so let me move on. Um, oh, no, here it is. I found it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was looking at the wrong chapter. <laughs> I was looking at chapter 5. Okay, four, uh, 2 Corinthians 6, 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. What did the modern churches do? They yoked themselves up with the ideologies of unbelievers and sinful and shameful things. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? Fellowship is friendship, communing with that person, getting, you know, God has not called you to shun sinners, shun the world. Jesus surely didn't do that. He went in among them, sat and ate with them, and then he gave them the gospel. He gave them the truth, but he was in authority in that position. He didn't go in there to hang out with them. He went in there to, to get their souls saved. Okay, and go in there to chill out. Okay, don't. So, so, so many people um, uh, misconstrue the purpose of Christ going in among the sinners. He went in there to get them saved, to take care of spiritual business. Okay, that doesn't mean you're supposed to rub elbows with and, and be influenced by the ideologies of having of of, of people in your life. That have godless ways about them that their influence is godless on you okay with the communion what communion hath light with darkness and what accord hath Christ with Belial or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel okay pretty plain and what agreement hath the temple of God with idols for ye are the temple of the Living God as God hath said I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people so the church allowed the churches so many so-called supposed faux churches f-a-u-x faux church the faux church The brick-and-mortar buildings the organizations the the uh religious leaders of our day allowed the devil to put his foot in the door and he came all the way in and um i have a a real bone to pick i think especially with the common man and the everyday believer who refused to stand on righteousness. Good old apple pie eating American flag waving baseball game going people who had a form of godliness and Christian sentiments. But when it came to the first red flag that started happening 20 30 years ago of allowing perversion and and ideologies to come in. They failed the test. They wrapped their arms around it. And they said, there's nothing wrong with that. God loves them. Uh, We shouldn't judge. And now these same people are absolutely dismayed with unbelief and stunned and shocked and fearful for what it has evolved into, which is the mutilation of our own children in Connecticut very recently, uh, looked this up, just very recently, in the last couple of, a few days or so, they passed a new bill that protects, uh, minor attracted persons, protects them from discrimination. Oh yes, it is at the door, America, it's on the front porch, because you wouldn't adhere to morals, and you would not adhere to godliness, you would not adhere to the ways of God, and it is the population lukewarm they just wanted to be comfortable and they just thought that they could transgress a little bit which in my mind was never a little bit um and they thought they could get away with it they thought they could tamper with witchcraft they thought they could allow their children to read the books oh it's just a book right harry potter raised up a whole new generation of witches. Yes, it did. And many of I could see it back then. I was like, this is crazy. Why are these Christian parents? These are Christian parents, church going people taking their kids to see Harry Potter, buying them every book. As soon as it came out, I was shocked. This book was written by a wicked witch. And she, she, she openly confessed it. She said that, that the books would just flow from her. She didn't hardly have to think about it. Books penned by a demonic spirit. And you know today that witchcraft is the fastest growing religion in America. Today, this is the aftermath of tampering and dabbling in sin. And here we are now. Here we are now, y'all. But God is not playing when he said, don't allow it in the door. Not even a little bit. Stand your ground. And so, that is why I'm going to conclude with this. That is why this exciting new thing is happening with all of these young people. um, Where they are getting saved outside of the church. In their beds at night at home. In their personal experiences as they're just going throughout the day, God, Jesus, is the Holy Spirit is going directly to them and they are getting saved. And God is raising these ones up to be outside of that old order, outside of the confines and the restraints. Of that old order because I'm gonna tell you why because it's going to take that kind of a walk no nonsense not playing around in order to stand up as a mighty army of God that doesn't play games against what is coming because what is coming this modern-day church this watered-down church they will not be able to withstand it they are they will get wiped out they already are as soon as the first, some of the most obvious tricks was introduced to the church three years ago, they rushed for the bait. As soon as the lies were told three years ago, they, they were hysterical. They closed all their doors, went to Facebook Live. As soon as the juice was introduced, they, they climbed over one another and said, Give it, give it to me. I need it. And many of them, some of them, are dead today. Dead, injured, sick. It's a hard word today. I know it is. But that's the church. That is the Western church. They would not hear truth. They wouldn't walk with God. I've said for many years, said it on this podcast, said it long before I had a podcast, that there was coming a day that if you didn't hear from God, you wouldn't be able to survive and we are here and we've been here now for three years okay literally wouldn't be able to survive because this is a Holy Ghost walk down here this is a spirit-led uh, uh, depending on God from day to day for our daily bread okay our daily bread Not just your natural everyday needs. I'm talking about that daily word that comes down from heaven to sustain you in these times, or else you will not understand what is going on out there. You will not understand the tactics of the enemy. And that is the kind of new church. That is this new, young, fresh, uh, empowered church that God is raising up today. Those that are not tainted with a Jezebelian control of religious order. Those that are not tainted with the false doctrines of the occult that were taught in these churches these many decades that God has been telling people to turn away, come out of her, be separate. You know what, I'm gonna tell you this. It is so tangible and real how infiltrated the church was and has been when I say a cult I mean that I mean that it started with Madame Blavatsky Uh, well probably didn't start there it it generally kind of it started getting uh, uh, really pumped in okay she was the one that come she is the one that is the founder of theosophy I've talked about this before and then it just kind of gradually took its steps into the 1900s Alice Bailey, um, uh, wrote about, uh, how they would consciously infiltrate the church and all of these points, and I've read them here before, but I can't remember what podcast it was, and sure enough, that's what they've done, okay? Um, the things that are being taught today, um, are, uh, they, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna name names, Joel Oste Church, um, uh, and many, all of those connected all of these big preachers that everybody's known about kenneth copeland all these others look at their doctrine everything they're teaching okay it it roots back to the emerald tablets of thoth which is the secret which is taught by oprah oprah winfrey told joel osteen that he he was the her most inspiring person you know why she said that because he teaches the secret which, what's the Emerald Tablets of Thought? It's an occultic doctrine. It's the occult. Okay? It's so evil. All of these affirmations and declarations and all that stuff. Okay? It is the occult. Some say New Age repackaged. If it's not New Age, they ought to call it the Old Age. It is um, ancient, false, deceiving teachings. So, when I say the church has been infiltrated, I mean it. I mean it. Do your research. Maybe I'll do another podcast sometime soon to go through these things in slower and more detail. So that you will be able to recognize it. But that's why this young and new church. And there'll be all ages in there. It'll be people who want truth. It'll be people who are awake. It'll be people who have been separated out, okay, that chose to be separate. Um, That's the church that is going to be able to withstand in this last hour, and God is raising that church up. I hope and pray you got something good out of this. God bless you and keep you in every single way. Have yourself a lovely day.